the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Here to preach the good news, heal the brokenhearted, set captives free, and bring restoration to our community, this is Isaiah 61. From Spirit of the Lord Church in North Minneapolis, here's Pastor Solomon. Hello again and welcome to Isaiah 61. This is Pastor Solomon Apaka, Senior Pastor at Spirit of the Lord Church in Minneapolis. And our address is 1001 Penn Avenue North. And we are out here believing God for the extraordinary. We are, we're believing that God has ushered us into our season of manifestation, our year of manifestation. And we are just walking uh, the, the, the steps and taking the steps that he needs us to take in order for us to truly manifest his glory and his power. Now, if you want to visit us, we have our services Sundays at 10.30 a.m. And then we also have Bible study on Tuesdays at 6.30 p.m. at 1001 Penn Avenue North. Now, be, uh, be, be blessed by previous ed- editions, episodes of uh, Isaiah 61 and uh, just tell us about your experience uh, reach us on Facebook Spirit of the Lord Church SOTLC and um, we'll be happy to connect with you now we've been continuing on this on the series themed it's my season it's my time um, and today I'm gonna go a little bit deviate off the theme but it's somewhat connected because in order for us to keep moving in the direction that God wants us to, we have to do sort of like a self-check. We do an assessment and take inventory and see really what happened to us. Has anything happened to us? And if not, great, we keep moving. But today, the topic is what happened to you? Yes, you. What happened to you? What happened to you? See, God posed that question. And I believe that that was the first critical question that surfaced from God. Now, let's go to the, the text for today. Genesis 3, 8 to 10. Genesis 3, 8 to 10. Most of us know and have memorized this. If you have, great. If not, that's okay. Um, we're going to read the text and really dive into it and understand really what may have happened to believers over the centuries and even in, in these last days. Genesis 3, 8-10. And they heard the voice of of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. 
and Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. And the Lord God called unto Adam and said to him, Where art thou? And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid, because I was naked, and I hid myself. Hmm. Very interesting conversation. So we know that God is spirit. And the sign for God is his voice walking. The sign of God's presence is his voice walking. And his voice, you know, manifests in different forms, different styles. It could be wind or it could be um it could be fire, it could be, you know, rain. But in this text, we see that verse 8 says that they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And they hid themselves. Now, for that to happen, it pre-suggests, or it suggests, the text suggests that this was something that Adam and Eve and God were accustomed to. So there was an anticipation of a time of fellowship, a time of communion, a time to gather together, you know, just wind down the day, debrief, you know, just commune, right? So God would come down during the cool of the day um, with his voice, and his voice walks. His voice is all over the place. And there is a sense of calm. There's a sense of accomplishment. There's a sense of, you know, just identity. A sense of belonging right in the garden. Now, Adam and Eve had encountered that and experienced that many times. Until this day, when they missed the appointment with God. How do you miss your appointment with God when you know that, hey, I have an appointment with God. God never canceled it. God never suggested to reschedule. God never, you know, uh, proposed an alternate time or uh we never propose an alternate time, but yet God shows up and we're not there. That's what happened to Adam and Eve. God shows up at a usual time, at a usual vicinity, and they weren't there. Now, it's important for us to also understand that God, while God is omnipresent, he also lives and dwells in us, but he also manifests himself. Specific places, locations, and when he sets up appointments, he expects us to make those appointments. So when God got ready to show, uh, to reveal himself to Moses, they set a specific meeting spot and time. It's very important if you're a believer, as a believer, know that when you have committed to join um, any organization, right, <clears throat> and or church, and you are 
service at a certain time. Literally, it's an appointment to meet God there with your fellow believers. Now, Adam and Eve were missing. And so God came and God was sad. God was sad. God manifest emotions. And we see that verse 9, Lord God called to Adam and said unto him. God called. God was expecting things to be normal, business as usual. They come together, commune, wind down, debrief, whatever it may be, you know, but God wanted fellowship. God desired sense of fellowship. So he would come down. And a routine was broken. Now this text suggests to us that God is a God of patterns. God is a God of routine. Now he can step out of those routines but we cannot unless he permits us to step out of those routines. It doesn't mean that we keep to a script all the time. But we say that, yes, God, here is our plan. But <laughs> you just can come and take over any time. Right? But our obligation is that we show up and we stick to the plan. Fellow believers, are you sticking to the plan? Are you arriving before service to pray and say, God, I desire and I long for you so much that I'm coming to meet with you and it's important for me to arrive before our agreed time. So that I can, I can ready myself. I can, I can put myself together. My heart, my mind will be in the right place to be ready for you. Walking in service when it's already started is now the norm. And sometimes we're, we're, we're made to believe that even people showing up to church is now a favor that they're doing. Ladies and gentlemen, I I don't know what conviction you're from, and I believe that we're all being convic- have been convicted by the Spirit of God at some point. But God is a God of order. He's a God of order. So what would prevent us from meeting God before he gets there? Getting there before God gets there. In fact, the text was, was, it presupposes that Adam and Eve were supposed to be there when God got there. See, I, I'm, this, we will get to our work, secular jobs and, and, and engagements on time and all these doctor's appointments, if you, but we take things of the kingdom lightly that is where we should attach all our strength all energy and focus should be 
used to ensure that we do due diligence when we approach the things of God and approach the throne room of grace. It's very critical. It's very critical. God was sad and he said, where art thou? In other words, what happened to you? What happened to you that that has caused you not to show up? What is it that is holding you back from our appointment? What is it that is holding you back from getting here and waiting for me to show up? What is it that will get ahead of me? Shame, hurtful words. Sometimes we say church hurt. Comments that someone made to you that you felt were were not fair or were not right. Fellow believers, if you still want to maintain your rights as a believer, you are not yet dead to yourself, which presupposes that we're not yet born again. Because when you're born of the spirit, you are spirit. Which means that your flesh, don't get me, you will manifest and you will show some emotion. Yes, because you're still alive. But when your emotions show up, the spirit of God should help you suppress it. The sign of a believer that is growing is is someone who previously before Christ had a, had severe anger issues and once they got to Christ you see that it's tapering down and all of a sudden you're like what happened to this person I was expecting a reaction I was expecting a proportional response but no Solomon is no longer the same he doesn't react or respond the same way as he used to And that's a sign of a mature believer, someone who is growing or has grown in the Lord. Where are you? What happened to you? What happened to you? Is it your sin? Is it your misgivings? Is it that you cannot pay or bring an offering? What is it that is keeping you away from seeking God, communing with God, fellowshipping with your, 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 your fellow believers. What is it that is keeping you? Is it the government? Who can separate us from the love of God? Nothing. 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 No thing. No thing. And Paul digested and dissected and 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 did all kinds of studies and analysis and he broke it down to, in different ways and he said still nothing shall separate us from the love of god not sickness not pain not death not even weddings. Not, not, nothing. Well, um, I, you know what? I, I better do this. I, yes, wisdom is key. 
But God's divine appointment supersedes wisdom. We'll be right back with Isaiah 61. This is Pastor Solomon from Spirit of the Lord Church in Minneapolis. Stay tuned. Spirit of the Lord Church is a multi-ethnic, multi-generational church impacting North Minneapolis and the greater Twin Cities. Emphasizing the four pillars of godly thinking, training up godly children, godly marriages, and outreach to the community. Spirit of the Lord has quickly become a staple to some of the people who need God the most. As they focus on Jesus Christ, grace and truth bind them together to become God's best. Join them for service every Sunday morning at 1030 at 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis. Spirit of the Lord Church, a proud sponsor of Isaiah 61. We're in a very important business. To quote Dr. J. Vernon McGee, our business is to get the Word of God out so that he will have something to work with in the hearts of men and women of every language. This is Steve Schwetz for Through the Bible Radio, inviting you to join us for Dr. McGee's studies through the Word of God. And you'll learn about our ministry around the world in over a hundred languages and dialects. Listen to Through the Bible with J. Vernon McGee, weekday mornings at 6 on AM 980, The Mission. All right, welcome back to Isaiah 61, and my name is Pastor Solomon from Spirit of the Lord Church. We're located at 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis, Minnesota, 55411. And we are back with this edition of Isaiah 61, What Happened to You? What Happened to You? See, God desires to walk with us. His habit with man is to walk and commune with us, and he has a commitment to journey along with us. He wants to talk. He wants to reflect. He wants to express. He wants to plan. He wants to incubate with us for the next for the next day. He wants to prepare us for what is ahead. He wants to make sure that we are taken care of. Adam and Eve enjoyed this until that fateful day when they disobeyed God. Basically, they they transgressed they trespassed god gave them everything else to eat in the garden but one thing and the one thing that god said that he held dear to man said you know what i don't care about that (laughs) i don't care about that i'm going to launch in there and violate you know the boundaries that god has set and we know that respect is is very key you know we 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 all have our space and we want people to respect our space and when someone encroaches on our space we we get so defensive can you imagine god saying that he's given us everything in the garden but one thing and yet man went to eat of that fruit and god comes and he 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 misses the 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 fellowship with man He, he didn't it didn't mean that he didn't know about what happened but what happened wasn't going to keep him away from coming. What happened to you, your disobedience, your, 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 your rebellions 
your rebellion is not going to keep God away from you or keep God away from making his appointment. He still came and he was sad and he said, what happened to you? I want to talk. I want to, I want to visit. I want the, the evening to be a great evening, but now you've sort of messed it up. You've messed it up. God wants to visit us during our, our Bible study sessions, during our prayer services, during other weekly services. But most of us will not show up. In fact, the statistics are staggering. We have churches packed on Sunday mornings, but yet it's about 30%, if so, of the congregants, of the parishioners that actually show up for weekday services. What happened to us? The apostles in, in, the, in the first century or in the first church, they were accustomed to banding together, fellowshipping, getting together. What a joyous feeling. They, they, cut, they, they got the vibe from Genesis 3, 8, that this was something that, that Jesus even proposed and continued and, and lived. So they had to continue in the fellowship, in the gatherings. What happened to us? In the same way, Luke seventeen seventeen, and Jesus answering said, Where there are not ten cleansed, but where are the nine? What happened to the nine? What happened to the rest of the people that were supposedly cleansed? Jesus said to the one, You're made whole. See, wholeness as believers doesn't come with us saying that, oh, yeah, I can fellowship at home. I can, I'm my own church. No, wholeness comes when we get together. Iron sharpens iron. We study the word of God. We break bread together. And so, ladies and gentlemen, the weekday services and weekday activities, I believe, are more important than the Sunday gathering. I'm not saying that don't go to Sunday services, but in terms of your growth and how you are firm in your conviction, doctrine, and in your pursuit for God's perfection, you need to be rooted in a small group. You need to be rooted in a Bible study. You need to be rooted in a prayer meeting, a prayer session. Those are critical ingredients. So when you come to together on 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 a worship day, what you're coming together to do is to is a combination. You come together to celebrate and sharpen each other and rub off of each other and build each other up. Because you've been working all week on these things, on, on studying the word, on, on, on prayers, on, on, on how to live with your neighbor, or how to deal with the complexities around us today. But a lot of us have relegated Christianity to just one day, Sunday. And even with that, we're not showing up on time. 
we're not showing up before time. Actually, I should say before time. So that when God arrives on time, he meets us ready. There's the, there's the scripture that we read. God came expecting them. And it was sad. He, he said, what happened to you? Believe us, in this day and age, what happened to us? Christians in the Twin Cities, what is happening to us? And you see, I'm not saying that our our rise and and our us getting to where we need to will will stop suddenly all the things that are going on. No, where prayers are still being offered and there's a revival breaking forth. But I would imagine how much more impact we can make with every believer operating where we need to operate. God give us the strength. God give us the grace to arise and realize that something had happened to us. Something must have changed along the way. Our love for him. So Lord, have your way in the Twin Cities and beyond. Let there be a lightning of your fire one more time. In Jesus' name, amen. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.